Normally when we've had this week, it's been dead period. And so it's really just been almost like camp. So uh, our guys are in finals, so we're having to meet and practice around finals and be very strategic with our time. Plus we got, obviously we got to recruit, but it's been good yesterday. We started Sunday and then yesterday was really just a, um, a all of us, a, a whole staff day. Uh, we really didn't recruit, just full staff day, kind of get our arms around everything. Uh, at a player meeting and then they kind of got going into their finals. Um, and then today and tomorrow is a combination of meet, finals, practice, recruit, you name it. And then uh, Thursday is a kind of a heavy final day, be all recruiting. And then we'll be done and pretty much all ball Friday, Saturday, you know, with, with maybe some guys going out Friday night to see some basketball games and stuff. So a busy week, busy time uh, to get to uh, uh, the dead period. And uh, we'll break out of Clemson uh, next week. Uh, guys, a bunch of guys that are already graduates, a bunch of guys that are graduating next week. Uh, we've got a graduation ceremony on the 21st, graduation on the 22nd. Uh, we will arrive in uh, uh, Miami uh, on, the, on Christmas Day. That'll be kind of, you know, when we kind of have our first team meeting once we break. And then, and then try to have a, a normal week. Basically, Christmas Day will be like a Monday for us. Um, and then try to have a, a normal week of prep down there. But uh, it's been busy, but it's been it's been really fun. I'm excited about um, uh, you know the opportunity uh, that we have. Uh, you know, I'm proud of our team. You know, 10 and 2 regular season, a good year, um, a really good year. And, and 11 and 2 and ACC champs, a great year. And you know, we got a chance to be 12 and 2 and have a special year. So that's that's really what we're trying to do is accomplish this last goal. And if we do that. It would be a special year, uh, but a lot of work to do between now and then uh, on and off the field. Uh, so excited about getting back going with some practice shells today, full pads tomorrow. We'll, we'll get a lot of the heavy lifting done this week and then kind of taper it down and really try to get the plan done before we get down to Miami. Um, and then, you know, when you get down there, it's really busy. You try to just polish. So excited about that. And then um, uh, everybody's here uh, player-wise, only one that, that is, is not is going to go ahead and go pro is Miles Murphy. I think y'all know that already. Uh, has he put that out? Uh, I'm not sure if he, he he's the only one not here. Uh, but he's gonna he's gonna uh, you know turn pro and you know uh, excited for his opportunity. He's going to be a great pro and, and certainly appreciate everything he did here and and uh, wish him well. But everybody else is here and, and ready to roll. Um, got a few guys in yellow today that you know one a couple of them just sick and and uh, another one coming off a little. Little minor procedure. Be back here in a couple of days, so uh, in a good spot there. Guys are excited and, and ready to roll. And um, obviously, everybody uh, heard the news about Coach Mike Leach. And uh, man, just uh, you know, offer our our condolences and our prayers to his family. Um, you know, especially his wife. I, I I only had an opportunity to be around him on a couple of occasions. He was on a cup when he was. As he went, to, he he was at Nike school a couple of times, and he was on a couple of the Nike trips uh, with other coaches, and that was really when I had most opportunity to be around him. And, you know, just like you would perceive him, you know, hilarious, uh, great, you know, just a great perspective, and uh, you know, again, a guy that I, I haven't spent a lot of time with outside of maybe a social setting, but have always admired. Uh, I know a lot of people who who know him and have worked with him. Um, and uh, just a guy I've always respected because he, you know, he, he's one of the great innovators of the game and uh, one of those guys that believed in how he did things and really didn't, you know, he wasn't really 
Uh, didn't really worry about what everybody else thought. You know, he, he, he was he, uh, kind of a pioneer in, in, you know, the way he believed things should be done and, and didn't really waver from that. But, um, you know, just college football and, and, and football in general, and, and um, we'll, we'll miss him. And I uh, know he had an impact on a lot of people's lives. So really uh, just want to lift up his family. Coach, I guess with uh, DJ and Wiles out, you're down to the two hunters as backups. Um, how, how will you kind of divide up the reps there? Yeah, glad we got Hunter. Uh, you know, glad glad he, glad he came on board. Uh, well, he'll be our two, and uh, you know, he's been the three all year, and, and he'll 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 just move up to two, and Hunter will be the three, and then we'll get Trent Pierman uh, a little bit more work. Uh, he's he's done a really good job on our scout team all year, back-to-back Gatorade Player of the Year. I mean, he's, this is a kid that's got some ability, and and uh, so he'll he'll get a, maybe a little bit of work, but uh, so it's what we got. Did DJ's decision surprise you at all? No, ages? no, no. The only thing, I mean, he, you know, it, it's just a, it's a product of, it's a consequence of the rules the way they are right now because he really didn't want to leave. He want, I mean, I knew he was leaving, whether he was going to go pro or, or whatever. He really, you know, wanted to go pro, and he, I think, has just come to the conclusion that he, he really needs another year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got his degree. He's graduating next week. Uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, so I, I knew, I knew he was, going one way or the other uh, but he really he really wanted to finish he really wanted to play he wanted to be there with his team he wanted to be but the way the rules are set up it doesn't really allow you to do that because you've got a very little small window here where he's got to figure out what he's going to do so uh, this kind of is what it is but and uh, you know thankful for DJ and uh, you know love him and appreciate him I mean we're you know he's a graduate in three years he's been one of the greatest kids that have come through here one of the most respected players and leaders and um i mean just you know he'll be back for the banquet and all that stuff but i mean he's a he's a graduate of clemson and he's he's a two-time acc champion and honestly we probably don't win the the division his freshman year without him you know uh stepping in for us and uh against bc and uh we we definitely don't 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 get to uh charlotte this year without him and uh so I'm thankful for him. He, he's been a great uh, uh, ambassador for Clemson, and uh, you know, just know he's going to do great things. He's got a lot of great football in front of him, and and then really, obviously, proud of, of Cade and, and how he stepped in and, and how he's how he's grown and developed. And he's had a he's had a front row seat to really uh, see the good and the bad of of what it's like to be a quarterback at this level. And uh, so. Uh, excited to see him have his opportunity to get his first start on a big stage and, and compete against a really good team. I know you haven't been around the guys all that much since the championship game. How do you think they've handled the transition? Because, you know, DJ was such a, you know, such a leader, such a beloved guy among this team. Uh, great. I mean, there's no, I mean, we just, again, just getting going uh, Sunday. They, they had last week. They, they all knew. I mean, you know, they handled it during the game. You know, uh, everybody handled it during the game. And so it's, you know, these guys are all competitors and they all understand um, the game. And, you know, and Cade's an easy guy. It's not like he's some he's some hard personality. Uh, he's an easy guy to, to get behind. Oh, Trenton's here, but he's hurt. Trent, Trenton, Trenton's not going to be able to play, but it's not it's not because he's not here or going pro or all that stuff, but he's – he, uh, he he can't play. He'd probably be ready in about three weeks, uh, but 
that's probably going to be right about kickoff time or right after. So he, he, uh, you know, he missed the game. He was battling the ankle, and then he re-injured it in the in the championship game. I assume y'all saw him come out of the game, and I didn't think he was going back in to be honest with you. But he, he, he. Next thing I know, he's over there tapping me on the shoulder, saying, "Coach, I, I, I got to go." And uh, they rubbed some dirt on it, taped it up, and he, and he finished. And man, I got a great appreciation for Trenton for that. You know, it's been real easy for him to kind of stay on that sideline. And fortunately, he's not going to have to have surgery. We thought he might have to have the tightrope, but they don't think he's going to have to have surgery. But it's it's probably about three weeks uh, before he's going to be, you know, ready to play. And uh, so, uh, but he's here with us and all that stuff. And and uh, but that's a another guy that's not going to be available. Uh, he, 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 I know what he's doing. I don't know. Has he put anything out on what he's doing one way or the other? Trenton? Okay, well, I'll let him, I'll let him, I'll let him do that. Uh, so I, I don't, I, I know what he's going to do, but uh, I'll let him, I'll let him do that. What do you want to see out of Cade the next three weeks? And does anything change when he goes from the backup role to the starting role? A lot of changes. Light gets a lot brighter. And, and everybody's going to be rooting for the backup, uh, you know, so. <laughs> You know your mistakes get magnified. You know if you if you don't comb your hair right on, on that day, it gets magnified. Uh, scrutiny is gets a lot greater, and that just comes with it. Um, but you know, obviously, I mean, he's all we we rep our two quarterbacks, you know, equally. So he's always got. But now he's repping with all the ones. He's always gotten some reps, but now he's getting all the ones, and and you know, this he has to lead now. You know, from out front as opposed to. You know, not that he's not leading, but but he's the guy, and uh, so there, there's a definite a lot that comes with that. But he's, I mean, this kid's been doing this a long time. Uh, he's he's well prepared and and ready and excited to have this opportunity. What was the conversation like with Miles, and was that a decision you expected? Uh, easy, easy conversation. I mean, I, I, I he he, was, I think contemplated things you know whether or not he was going to come back or go pro or whatever and and uh and then whether or not he was going to play in the game you know i think that was i think all of those things weighed heavily on him he didn't make a decision on a whim that's not who he is he's a very uh if you get to know miles miles is a very deep guy and he's got a great family and and a lot of a lot of support around him and so he he really took his time to think through it just we gave him all the information and that's what we do and then um, you know, make a decision and support decision and keep moving. But not surprised. Uh, I mean, he's going to, you know, he's a great player and I think I think will be a pretty high draft pick and, and I think he's going to test well and work out well and meet well and all those things and uh, be a great player for a long time. With players all over the country opting out of bowl games that aren't playoff games, you kind of have to convince your guys that these are these are just not exhibition games. Or these these bowl games still mean something. At least, maybe this generation doesn't appreciate what the Orange Bowl used to mean. Do you have to convince them the Orange Bowl is something special? Well, I mean, I think that there's a there's a part of that. I mean, you know, we didn't have anybody opt out last year, and and we've got one this year. So I think this is the first time we've ever had a guy opt out since maybe in 20 years since I've been at Clemson, and uh, I think I don't remember anybody not playing, and and so. Um, I mean, this is, I don't really have to, I, I haven't had to do a lot of convincing. I mean, these guys are all out here and uh, they all want to play. They're all excited about, you know, going to the bowl game. And, and honestly, you know, this, these are the experiences that, that when it's all said and done that they're going to remember and cherish. You know, these times, these, these moments, um, 
but it's a, it is a a the culture's different, you know. Uh, things have changed, society's changed, so it's I think more uh, more guys not playing for whatever reason. Uh, but I, I know here, I mean, even just since I've been here, I know Gaines Adams played. I remember him playing. Uh, I remember just in, since I've been the head coach. I mean. I mean, these games are important. I mean, 2009, C.J. Spiller, I mean, Music City Bowl. I think he he probably went from maybe a teens pick to the ninth pick, you know, coldest game in the history of Clemson football, and he was the MVP. Mm-hmm. The Bills are probably up there going, okay, I like him a little bit more now, right? And uh, it was in 10, 10, you know, Daquan, the Bronco Nagurski winner up there. We're a six-win team. You know, he you know he finished it with his guys. and. Uh, I don't remember who we had in 11. Do we have anybody in 11? Uh, 12 was uh, New Hopkins. Right? Do y'all think New Hopkins is a first-rounder without that dominant performance he had against LSU? Probably not. 2013 was uh, Sammy Watkins. He was a surefire first-rounder. I don't know that he was the fourth pick in the draft until after the Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think he had about 16 catches, and that game was pretty important. Mm-hmm. And uh, 2014, the Russell Athletic was uh, – uh, Vic Beasley and Stefan Anthony, two first rounders. Uh, and, you know, I mean, so, I mean, it's to each his own, you know. I think uh, certainly as a coach, you always want your best players, but, you know, at the end of the day, you just want to know who's ready to play and who's all in, and you, then you get ready to go play. Uh, but you don't really spend any time worrying about it. Mm-hmm. But I do think, I do think that at least here, this, this game's been important to a lot of people, and, um, you know, guys have always chosen to play, but, you know, if they don't, no big deal. Let's get the guys that are ready to play and let's go play. Tough sledding in the ACC, isn't he? Guy can't make all ACC, man. And uh, but he make all American. Uh, it's tough sledding, make all conference as a Clemson Tiger. Uh, I can't figure that one out. Um, but. He's just a he's just a baller. I mean, he's a incredibly instinctive player. He's exactly what we thought he'd be in the recruiting process. I mean, obviously he's grown up around the game his whole life, and um, he um, uh, got a chance to really, you know, really learn last year. But behind two great ones in in Skousk and and uh, Balin, and you know he he he's just he's put the work in. He's incredibly focused. He's not a distracted kid. He's about his business all the time. He, he's, he handles himself. He acts like a pro. I mean, he's one of them guys you tell people, you want to be a pro? Well, how about act like one? How about think like one? How about work like one? How about prepare like one? Study like one? You know, like make sure what you, your, your actions and your habits align with what you want. He's the epitome of that. He knows exactly what he wants, and his actions and his habits align exactly with what he wants. And uh, so – He's on his way, and uh, it was good to see him have the type of year. He's last, what, five games or so? I mean, he was just – he was as good as the players there was on the field and in the game, and it really gives him a lot of momentum and sets him up, you know, going into next year to, to you know, be exactly the type of person. And, and the biggest thing, I mean, you see it at the production on the field, but it's, it's who he's becoming as the quarterback, as the leader, you know, he and Barrett, uh, two special guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wood Wood has moves up. Yeah. No, I mean you just uh, 
you give him the information, you know, NFL-wise and all that stuff, and then, you know, talk through whether you want to play or not. And, again, as a – I mean, every coach wants your best players. I mean, you certainly wish you had all your best players. But, again, you understand it, you get it, you respect it, and, you know, you, you don't have to – you know, you can agree to disagree and still love each other, right? Uh, you know, so I just gave him my thoughts, and uh, and then it's his decision. It's not my decision. Uh, so his decision, and high five him, love him up. See you at the banquet. You know, let's get. We, you know, we got to go get ready to play. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty much in the barn, you know. Uh, we got maybe the doors cracked a little bit. Maybe we can stuff a little bit more in there. But uh, today, you know, in, in our world now, right? It's uh, it's every day in in college football from a roster management. Every day is a new day, and when it comes to roster management, so there is no. I mean, today we're in a really good spot. Uh, Tomorrow may be different. I don't know. That's just the reality of college football. Uh, but this is a, this is going to be a really special class on top of last year's class. I uh, really, really uh, like the group that's coming in here, and I think we've addressed you know our needs, and and uh, it's going to be fun. Do you see where uh, one? I don't remember the school, but one school, I saw a tweet that uh, the coaching staff is going to have in-home visits with their current players to try to re-recruit the current players to stay. Yeah. Can you envision that happening? Uh, well, I can believe that's happening, but I think if you, I, I think, I think if you're having to do that at this point uh, after the season, that's it, it, the hay's probably out of the barn, uh, or the trains left the station. Is that, that maybe that's a better way to say it? Uh, I think you got to. That just goes to your daily approach and and how you do things day in and day out you know i think if you got to all of a sudden recruit them at the end of the year it's probably a little too late probably should have done that you know along the way i mean that's just i think but am i surprised no i mean you got a lot of places that are new and just getting going as coaching staffs and things like that and there's a lot going on out there in college football it's crazy it's crazy it is crazy uh and you know a lot of young people aren't going to have a place to go which is the sad part but that's the way it is and just keep going. I'm just worried about Clemson. And, uh, you know, we're in a good situation here.